0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Open up your Bibles to Romans 8. Thank you, Lord. Now, you all have probably never done this, but I've been in situations to where something comes up suddenly and I find myself trying to get it worked out. If I find myself trying to fix it, trying to find the answer, trying to do enough to make it right. Um, th- there's things that are going to come up in this life, right? right? You know, A lot of people, they, they'd like things not to come up, but that's not going to happen. Uh, Jesus said, in this world, going to be some tribulation. Right. But He said, be of good cheer, right? Be, be courageous, Amen. right? That's what He said. He said, be courageous. I've overcome the world. What's He saying? He's saying... I'm on your side. Yes, amen. In other words, there's gonna be tribulation, but you got me. Yeah, yeah. You got the word, you got you got the father, you've got everything that it takes to overcome whatever's coming against you. But but if we take it on ourselves, you don't have everything it takes. Yeah. Even if you get through it, you left something behind. With God When he takes care of something, he takes care of it. When he shows you how to do something, he gives you the answer, not a answer. Amen? He puts you in a place of victory before you ever walk through it. Amen? In other words, you don't go to get victory, you carry victory through the fire. Amen? You you have victory with you when you leave. In other words, we weren't waiting on victory In, in, in Romans 8 in uh, verse 31 it says what shall we say to these things if god be for us who can be against us and and, and what he's talking about he lo- he looks in these verses just ahead of it starting i think it's in 28 and he talks about what some people call predestination did you know that because of jesus when he died on a cross when he was raised again that work spanned All of eternity. It went further back than far can go. And it went further ahead than you'll ever see. Because it doesn't stop. So every person, every person he died for. Every person he lives for. There's not a person ever born on this earth that he didn't die for and that he didn't live for. So you are predestined through Christ to win. To to have victory. We are predestined, but we have to choose to be predestined. Right? Right? You're not predestined just because you were born on the earth. You're predestined when you're born again. When you're born again, you, you go all the way back before the foundation of the earth, before sin happened, and you become a child of God. You become a child of the Most High with nothing separating you anymore. Nothing separates from the love that He always had. See, when sin happened, it separated us from that love. It got in the way. And it kept God from loving us the way He wanted to love us. He loved us, but He couldn't get to us. Love doesn't just say, oh, I love you, I love you. It does stuff. God is doing stuff all the time. He wanted well people. He created wellness. And, and, and there was not supposed to be anything in the way. Sin put sickness in there. Amen? Sin took away peace. Sin took away joy. Sin took away the good things of God. It took all of the characteristics and qualities of God and separated us from them. They didn't quit existing because they existed in Him. But when Jesus came, God is for us. And we we were predestined through Christ to be victors predestined. Why does he say by whose stripes you were healed? Because you're predestined to be healed by those stripes. They spanned back before sin Amen. and healed our bodies. Glory to God. This, this, was, this is something that when God says if I'm for you who can be against you we have to have our trust level at such a place that when we hear that we say whoa! That's exactly right. Why was I even trying to figure this out myself? Lord, forgive me. Yeah. You're on my side. Right. I don't need anything else. I, I'm not afraid of what man does to me. I'm not, you know, think about this. He says who, who can separate us. And then he goes through a list of who. Go, go back to that verse. What shall we say to those things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Keep going. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for who? Us all. all. Now remember, he was talking about predestination. Not predestination, predestinated. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> predestinated. You, 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 through Christ, are predestinated to have all the goodness of God. All the, all the characteristics, all the, all the stuff that he wanted you to have before sin, you're, you now are predestinated to have it. Amen? In Christ. When you're saved, you're rescued. Rescued from what? From what you didn't have. You're rescued back into the kingdom. You're rescued back into the... Fo- you're his now. And I, and I don't want to get too carried away with that word predestined. I want, I want to just take it to this. You're born again. You're something new. So now your newness is able to receive all that your oldness wasn't. Right. That's so good. Amen? That's so but to get new, you had to go all the way back past oldness. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. To get new, you had to go all the way back past oldness and be born again. That's how you're born again. You're born again to receive the good things of God amen and and the, the things that separate us from these good things are things we let separate us now nothing should separate us from these things you know if you think about it what's he start talking about at the very first of this chapter chapter 8 romans there is therefore now no condemnation condemnation is the number one separator from the goodness of god right because it foregoes if God be for you, because it can't imagine God can be for you. Right? right? Why? Because look who I am. Look yeah. what I've done. Right. Who are you? Well, if you're born again, you're a new creature in Christ. Right. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. Yes. You know how often that verse updates itself? <laughs> Every time you say it. I always think it's funny when people say, well, I don't need to affirm or reaffirm my faith. Why not? What what is wrong with confessing Jesus as Lord in your life every day of the week? huh? That's the best thing you can do. Confess your salvation. Right? Let the devil hear it loud. Not only am I saved, if he's for me, no one, you nor nothing else, can stand against me. And and as I trust in that Word, as I trust in that Father, as I trust in that goodness, then I don't try to do it myself. I don't try to get out there on my own. Amen? Why? Because why would I? He's on my side. He's for me. If He's for me, it doesn't matter what's standing against me. First John said, the greater ones in me, I've overcome all things. Amen? Amen? So we don't, where was I at in, in Romans? 31? 32. Yeah, 32. He who spared not his own son, but delivered him up for all of us, how shall he not also, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? In other words, if he had Jesus go through all this, go to the cross, stripes on his back, everything he did had a purpose. And if he had purpose for all those things, why would he not give them freely to all those that he saved? Amen? Every person that is born again has access by faith into that grace, the grace of healing, the grace of peace, the grace of joy, right? Everybody that we have access, he's freely given it to us, freely. Verse 33... Who shall lay anything to, to the charge of God's elect? In other words, if God before you, who can be against you? Right. So who's going to lay a charge against you? Right. See, that's why condemnation's so bad because it's you laying the charge. Right. It may be Satan talking in your ear, but you still have the opportunity to say, "Shut up." Right. Right. right? Come on. Right. It's just as easy to say, "Shut up," as it is to say, "Oh yeah, that's right." <laughs> Fact is, it's easier. That's right. Shut up's quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Let's, let's just start saying shut up. When we know it's the devil, it's because yeah. God doesn't condemn. Right. He justifies. Right? right. right? So who, who's laying this charge? It's somebody who wants to take away of God before us. Mm. Yeah. Amen? And it's not okay with God. He says it's God that justifies. Verse 34, who's He that condemns? It is Christ that died. Christ condemned sin in the flesh. Amen? And then He rose again. So that we could walk in newness of life. Amen? Who is, who is even at the right hand of God. Making, He's making sure, and He's never going to be pulled out of that position. He's in between. He's our bridge. He's what God was looking for to get back. To reconcile us back to Him. So He could love us the way He always loved us. He said, I, I, I don't want you to be sick. I want you to be well. Get 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 back close to me so I can make you well. I don't want you to be broke. I don't want you to be beaten down. I don't want you to be sad. I don't want you to be. I want you to be my children. Right. right. What do you what do you think a child of the Almighty God? I mean, I'm a dad, and my daughter could pretty much. If I got it, she's can have it. Right. Yeah. He's better than me. Right. right? If we put ourselves in the position to receive, which is if God be for us, trust in Him with all your heart. Trust in Him with all your heart. Because if God be for you, who can be against you? So who are you trusting? If you're in a position where that verse isn't working, then we're not trusting the verse. Amen? But we've got to trust the Word. If it says if God be for you, who can be against you, then what He's literally saying is, And it's a question mark out there. He's saying, nobody can. If if I'm for you, no one, no thing can be against you. Amen? And so the only thing the devil's got is to try and pull you away from having it. So he tries to take you away by condemnation or unbelief or poor experience. Amen? I mean, you get people preaching that, well... Well, remember I told you about the, the time I heard somebody preaching about in Proverbs where it says, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're older, they won't depart from it. That's the Dave translation. <laughs> Amen? But these people were talking about it, and they said, well, obviously that's just a good idea, not God's word, because we know people, good people, who've raised children that ran off and did bad things. So that word's obviously not true. That will we'll take you away from if God be for you, who can be against you? Because now you've taken some of God's Word and said, that, that, that works, but this doesn't. Yeah. All of God's Word works. Right. That's why he said trust in the Lord with all your heart. Because you have to trust in things you don't understand sometimes. Yeah. You, you, right? So, so you've got to say, you know what? I don't know, but my heart knows. Yeah. He's God. He's good. He's doing good things. That's right. Amen. I don't have to go look. I don't have to check my experience with the book of Job. Right? Or, or Paul's thorn. Right? I don't have to check. Why? Because that's not the Word. My experience is not the Word. The Word is the Word. And we do not separate ourselves from that word because that's how you became a son of God. Everyone who believed in who he was, he gave the right, the privilege, the honor, the authority, and the ability to become sons of God. Amen? Amen? Every person. And, and, And we don't ever want to discount the word. It's it's in us, it's on us, it's who we are. It's why we are who we are. Amen? Because the devil's going to say, well, yeah, but look what you did. This is why I am who I am, not because of this. My past doesn't define me. My Jesus defines you. Right? He's the one that made me new. He's the one that made me whole. He's the one that pulled me out, set me on a rock to stay. Amen? He's the good God. What verse are we on? go back to that? 34. Who's he condemneth? It's Christ died, yea that's rose again, and he ever makes intercession for us. Never forget that. You haven't you have somebody standing before the Father for you. Glory to God. On mine and your behalf. And not because God wanted him there. Hmm. Right? God wanted Jesus in that spot. He we needed a savior. God provided it, right? right? It, it it wasn't just Jesus; it was the Son of God, yes. our Savior. That God provided the Lamb for Himself. Mm-hmm. Amen. He provided the Lamb, and that Lamb now makes intercession for us forever. Yeah. Glory to God. God. Glory to God. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Next verse: Glory. Who shall separate us from this love? Who? Who shall and, and once you, I notice that it says "Who?" and then it talks about tribulation. Is tribulation a who? Must be. Yeah. It must be. Because you know our problem isn't people. See, See our problem is never people. Right. We may blame people for the tribulation, but the tribulation's the problem. Right. We may blame people for the distress or the persecution or the famine, nakedness, peril or sword, but people aren't the problem. Because if none of these things move you, they're very, not, they're very unnoticeable. Paul spent very little time unless people made him talk about the persecutions. Right? What did he talk about, Jesus? Yeah. Why? Because Jesus who got him through it. Right. That's how you can sing in prison while you're in stocks laid over like this. Yeah. Right? That's how you can sing loud enough that every other prisoner in the place could hear you. Yeah. Why? Because you're doing it in the grace and the strength of Christ who's on your side. Amen? Yeah. This is how we go through our days. If God before me, if, if something comes up, our first thought should be, if God before us, how can this stand against us? What, what if depression try, tries to come? Sounds like distress to me. Right? right? Yeah. If God before me, you can't stand against me. That's right? right? It doesn't matter what's coming at us. If God be for us, nothing can stand against us. Amen? Amen? Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. I like it already. Yes. Look at Psalm 27. I prayed before I came out. I said, Lord, I don't know how to start or even get into this. And he said, I'll show you. <laughs> He's doing good, isn't he? Yes. Psalm 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light. <laughs> he, he's, he's who guides me. He's who directs me. He's who I follow because that's how I can see. Amen. His Word is a light unto my feet and a lamp unto my path. Amen. He's, he's a light and He's my salvation. He, he's, he's my light and He's my salvation. So no matter where He takes me, I'm going to be okay. Right. See, that's I was, I was uh, years ago... There was a deal where and, and, and I'm very anti court cases and you know, I'd rather just pay people. Take the money, I don't I don't want to deal with it. But we had a court case that we had to deal with. And not not at the church, before the church. And I didn't want to go. I didn't and all I had to do was be a witness. And I was complaining and whining and talking bad about having to go. None of you guys ever did that, had you? Nope. I? Might not be a court case. Might be work. Might be family. Have to go see family. Huh? <laughs> Could be a lot of things. Right? But I didn't want to go. And came right up to the day, the night before, and I was praying. He was like, oh, Lord, I don't want to go. He said, if you quit doing that, I'd tell you why you'll be there. And he said, I need you to walk in there in love. I need you to love while you're there. I need you to be the center of love while you're there. And I need, that's going to give this thing an opportunity to go a different direction. And so I said, okay, Lord, forgive me, yeah. first of all, yeah. for being a fool. Why? If God, if it, it, sometimes we look at things and places we're going, and because they're not where we think they should be, we discount that it might be God. Guess what? God will take you through the fire and through the flood. Right? He'll go with you, and you won't be burned, and it won't overcome you, but you will go through it. Now, how you look at that, see, I was looking at it like a fire and a flood, and I didn't want to go. But when I looked at it through God's eyes, right, I saw a field. I saw a ministry opportunity. Because that's what God saw all along. And when I got there, it wasn't what I said. It was my attitude and my heart. I didn't go in there and preach. I went in there and I sat. And I loved on both sides. And before we even started, they called the whole thing off. Glory to God. Why? Because somebody needs to listen to God. It's Sometimes you got to be somewhere you don't want to be. But you can be there. Just because you don't want to be there doesn't mean God didn't put you there. The reason you don't want to be there is because you're not listening to God. Now don't get me wrong. Don't go looking for trouble to walk into. Are you listening? Be led by the Spirit. Amen? And if you do have to go somewhere, say, Okay, Lord, apparently this is where I'm going unless you change the direction of this thing now. Tell me what I'm to do while I'm here. Right? As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Right. The same sons of God that Jesus gave you the right to be. Right. Glory to God. Right. Thank you, Lord. Where did I say to go? Oh, Psalm, Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation, my rescuer, my defender, my freedom, my preserver, my deliverer, my victory getter. Mm, that's it. One, one of the words for salvation is gets victory the lord gets our victory he's our victory get er is that a word This today victory getter we'll just make it one word we won't even separate the <laughs> two victory getter amen why because he already did it amen he already did it so it's like i just said earlier you're not going to get victory you're going in victory you're taking it with you, and so it's not a doubt that you would come out in the end victorious. Why? Because you walked in the beginning victorious. If we walk in in who we are, we'll walk out in victory. Why? Because we walked in in victory. Amen? You've got to walk in in if God be for us. You walk in like God's for you. You trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't look to your own ways. What's it say? Lean not to your own understanding. Why? Because you can't lean to your understanding and trust in the Lord with your whole heart. Why? Because your flesh is is unreliable. Right? Your flesh will see something and judge it just like that. Right? say, I'm not going there. I don't like that. They're sick. They'll never make it. They'll never get saved. Your flesh should shut up. Because you know what God's saying? They're healed. They will be saved. They'll, they'll work in the ministry someday. Amen? It's so, You know what? Every one of you, me, one day we didn't look like who we are. Amen? But God still saw us like who He made us to be. Amen? He, he didn't say they'll never get saved. Aren't you glad God didn't say they'll never get saved? <laughs> Why? Because he purchased salvation for everybody. He's not pulling back one thing. Amen? Amen? Amen. You know, think about it. I was thinking about this today while I was studying, actually. In, in the earth today, and this, of course, this is Internet stuff, so you don't know whether it's true or not, but they say there's 2.38 billion Christians. That's what the Internet says. I don't know if it's true or not. It's about a third of the world. Amen? Okay. How many of those third are walking at a low victory level? Mm. First of all. A lot of them. How many times have you walked at a low victory level? Uh, Mm -hmm. I've walked in a low victory level plenty of times. Why? I was trying to do it myself. In myself, right? It doesn't say the greater one is Dave. It says the greater one's in Dave. (laughs) Right. Come on. Right? (laughs) So if I use what's in me... I can win. Yeah, I've already won. But if I try to be the greater one, I'm destined to fail. Yes. Yeah. Amen. You know what the devil lets you do? He'll let you. He'll let you win a couple times. Mm-hmm. Right. Why? So you'll keep trusting in you, yep. mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're trusting in you, you're not trusting in God. No man can serve two masters. You're, whoever you're following is your master. Right? That's why he says, as many are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. Why? They're following God. Amen? Now, I've been a son, and I've followed my parents, and I also know that kids go like this a lot. And their parents look and say, where are you? Where are you? And you're over where you shouldn't be, and that's why we have to chase them around so much. And God just keeps walking. Right? And trust that you're going to get there. And he'll help you if you get over to the side and get broke down. He'll pull you back out, put you back behind him, say, let's go. Why? Well, he's merciful. He's a good God. He's a good God. He's not, he's not looking to get us out. He's looking to get us there. Yeah. Amen? But but when we realize that our victory is through the greater one that's in us, through, through the salvation of Christ, he's our rescuer, he's our victory getter. Amen? then we don't let ourselves be separated from that. In other words, we follow Him so close that if He stops, we're going to run into Him. Right? Because we're holding on to Him. Amen? Why? Because if He's for me, think about when I was in high school. I was a freshman in high school. And for freshmen in high school, um, even when I was in high school, seniors still picked on freshmen. Don't know why. In fact, is when I was a senior, I didn't purposely because I didn't like it. Not because I got picked on, because I didn't. I had an older brother that was big. <laughs> Nobody bugged me. If he before me, who could stand against me? We have the older brother. Yeah. huh? The firstborn of many yeah. brethren. Firstborn of many brethren, and we're the brethren that he's firstborn of. Amen. And if He be for me, who can be against me? Glory to God. Amen? We don't have to get picked on. Right? We don't have to get bullied in any way. Why? Because we're bigger because of Him. Amen? Let's, let's rely on and trust in and, and hold to that truth. That if He's for me, and I stay with him, nothing can defeat me. I won't experience failures. amen because you don't expe- you can't experience failures within the body of success god God has no failures he's never failed, which is why I can't imagine why i don't trust him all the time and seriously i mean we we don't right we we get off on our own we say. I just got to go take care of this, guys. Leave me alone. I'm working this out. Are you? You're working it out. I'm going to leave you alone because it's going to be a while. <laughs> right? Because it's been proven that you're not good at working it out. Right? That's why there's counselors. They go on for years and years. and Why? Because they're trying to get you to work it out. Come on. Amen? Amen? When you have the greater one in you. Amen? We have have the ability, we have the overcomer in us. That's why we're overcomers. Amen? He's our light and our salvation. Right? I started that verse a long time ago, didn't I? He's our light and our salvation. Whom shall I fear? Trust and fear are the complete opposite of each other. Right? Fear is just a lack of trust. Amen? Amen? And so, if God is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord's the strength of my life. In other words, I'm not going in my own strength. I'm going in His strength. I'm not winning my own battle. I'm, going, winning, I'm, I'm being won for He's winning for me. Amen? Of whom shall I be afraid? See, those are the things. That, that's when we've got to stop for a minute. When something comes up, we got to say, wait. The Lord's my light and my salvation. Why was I even considering being afraid? Yeah, but you gotta do this tomorrow. You gotta go here. You gotta you gotta get this. You gotta you got this coming up. It doesn't matter how many things come up. Do you realize he created the whole universe? Right? Right. Right? So you you can't overload God. (laughs) Why? He's already won. He's not going to get victory. He already got victory. So you can't overload him by taking out some victory. Why? Because it was already yours to start with. Yeah. The salvation you received, He didn't whip it up the day you got it. He got it well before you ever received it. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Amen? Amen. It had been sitting there waiting on you before the foundation of the earth. Yeah. The worlds. Why? Because that's how you all things become new. You go backwards. Get rid of all the old. Go forwards with Christ. Amen? When the wicked, even mine enemies, and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. What's he saying? He's saying, if God be for me, it doesn't matter what's coming against me. It's going to be bad for them. Probably, if it's a person that's coming against you, you should start praying for them. Right? Why? Because it says love your enemies. Pray for those who despitefully use you. Why does it say that? Because they're in danger if they're coming against a child of God. First of all, second of all, he died for them too. Yes. Amen? Amen. You know, people don't want to come against children of God over and over again. It says people who did, didn't fare well. Right? right? I mean, I, I was looking today at what uh, God told to set, to tell the king, what was his name, Sennacherib or whatever his name, S-E-N-N, the one that the from Assyria that said he was going to eat him for dinner and God, God Hezekiah prayed and then there was this big long thing which God told Hezekiah to tell this king he was going to do to him and I thought wow that should stop you and it didn't obviously they had to go ahead and defeat him but but you know the, the, you don't come against a child of God it, it, how many people got children? Now, do you, you're okay with anybody coming against your kids? no, no. well God Sent his son to to have so he would have many sons, and he loves them all, yeah. amen. And, and he wants to keep them and protect them, and he wants to be for them. In so much that he is for them, and he's for us to the level that no one should be able to stand against us unless we try to do it ourselves. Right. right. The day you don't need God is your defeat day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm getting older. I shouldn't need him now. I mean, I've been serving him for years and years. You know what? You needed him to be born again. You'll need him to leave the earth, mm-hmm. right? And then we'll worship him forever. Yeah, come on. Amen. Praise There's the Lord. not going to be a day in between there where we don't need God. Right. Amen. Amen. And and we'll 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 walk this out in victory. If we stay that close. Remember, no man can serve two masters. The minute you're doing it yourself, you become your master. You become your master, and he is now separated from you. No longer, if God be before you, who can stand against you, because you're doing it yourself. Amen? Yeah. We don't want to do things in our own strength. We want to be like this. With, he is the strength of my life. Amen? Yeah. Glory to God. Look at... Uh, Isaiah 54. Thank you, Lord. It's helping us. It's helping us. How many are excited for Vision Sunday? Yeah. You know why? Because of God before you. See, when you're writing out your list, you know you've got a good God. Right. Amen? Amen. Yeah. D- don't, 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 don't shortchange Him either. Amen? You know, this year we were able to give the one-time biggest where we ever gave. It was so exciting that we're, we get to write the new, vi- the new vision giving right. on our new vision list. Thank you, Lord. And you know, after you give the first time one that you had never given before, this one doesn't seem as big. Amen? Amen. I I remember when I bench pressed 300 pounds, 350 didn't seem nearly as hard. Amen? And and Now, 400 seemed really hard, but Lord, help me. We don't do that anymore. (laughs) Those are years ago. (laughs) We don't even try that anymore. Amen. God must have been for me. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 54. Let's start in verse 10. Verse 10. This is how bad it could get. If the mountains depart, the hills are removed. My kindness, my favor. In other words, what position are you in that you stop counting on the favor of God. Right? What's coming at you that's so bad that the favor of God doesn't work anymore? There's nothing. There is nothing. He says, he says the mountains can be departing, the hills can be being removed, and my, my kindness, in other words, my help for you, my love for you, my favor in your life, my grace will not be removed. It won't depart from you. Now, I can say I've departed from it at times because <laughs> I, I saw the mountains and the hills and I started going this way instead of realizing, wait, if God be for me, who can stand against me? It's time to stand in who you are when these things are happening. Why? Because he already gave you the ability to do it. He said, neither shall my covenant, the covenant of my peace, in other words, neither will the covenant of my wholeness, my the covenant of my of my courage, my comfort. My covenant's not gonna it's not gonna be removed. You know, in other words, it doesn't matter what you see out here. I'm not leaving. If God be for us, who can stand against us? It doesn't matter what they're saying and what they see on the X-ray or what they see on the scan. It doesn't matter because. Well, if God be for us, right? And, and, and if they see something unkind, His kindness didn't quit. If they see something opposite of, of nothing missing, nothing broken, peace. His peace never was removed. In other words, don't remove yourself from it because it's right there. Just hold fast to the God you trusted in when you walked in and you'll walk out the same way. Amen? Amen. Hold fast. These are, of course, everybody knows these chapters, but these are verses we need to stay hold of. Keeping these things in your mind will keep you from taking hold of your own life. How many people, I ran my own life for years, right? And I did a really poor job, right? And thank God that he's really good at cleaning up messes. Because I imagine there's a whole bunch of them he cleaned up in here. But not only did he clean them up, he brought them out victorious, ready to walk in the life that he planned for them all along. He didn't say, well, now you've got to prove it to me. He said, here, I'm proving my love for you. Here's your salvation. Here's your healing. Here's your take away that condemnation. Here's your justification. Amen. Amen, and it gives us newness of life. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful that He didn't take it away. Right. Um, verse 13. I mean, this is all promises. He said these, and you take them right back to this. If the mountains still depart and the hills be removed, your children still are going to be okay. Right. <laughs> Amen. Right. I'm not. None of these things are going to be removed. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of your house. Yeah. Come on. Amen. I'm going to take care of you. Not only will my peace not depart from you, it'll be all over your kids. Amen? Verse 14. In righteousness. What? Not your righteousness. You can't get nowhere on your righteousness. But in His righteousness, you can be established. What's that? That's the righteousness that has victory in it. That's the righteousness that puts you in a place where the enemy can't touch you. Why? Because you've been made right by God. Amen? That's a righteousness that was prepaid. You were predestinated to have. Amen? Now whether you get it or not is up to you. It could be predestinated forever. And I I was thinking about this when I was looking at those numbers today. If 155,000 people on average a day die, and only a third of the people in the world are Christians, 100,000 people plus are going to hell. Fifty thousand going to heaven, that's great. hundred thousand going to hell's not. It's not okay. Right. We can't be okay with that right. right? Do you know the best thing we can do to stop things like that? be us yeah. Be who God created us to be. Right. you'll be at the right place at the right time, saying the right things, doing the right things. It doesn't mean just go everywhere because you're, you're, you'll, you'll start going in your own power salvation doesn't come through your power it comes through a call amen every person you're called to you know i don't mind if i'm called just to get them to the next step right so i I get them to come to church and then they come to church and they meet ed huh And, and they meet ed and ed ed witnesses to them loves on them a little bit and and they come again they meet coach He's kind of mean to him. No. <laughs> and Miss Sharon hits him. Right? Miss Renee hits him. And he meets Coach. And Coach gets him a little further. And, and the next thing you know, he meets Rich. And, and Rich leads him to Christ. Guess who led him to Christ? Every person he talked to. I don't need credit. I want people saved. I want people on their way to heaven. I want people in victory. The the way God's got us in victory, God's for them too. They just don't know it yet. Amen. That was a side journey. It didn't have anything to do with notes. Just something I looked at when I was looking at the number. I'm like, this is just not okay with me. Right? It's just not okay. I went to the Baptist church long enough that that's not okay. Nobody needs to die and go to hell. Nobody. It is a horrible... You talk about separation from the love of God. That is eternal separation from the love of God. You can't even get back to it. Now, we need to pray laborers into the field. Amen? Amen. But God's for us. Amen? It says, In righteousness you shall be established. Certain fixed faithful Prepared, made ready. In righteousness, you'll always be confident, certain of what you know, of who you are, who you've been made to be. Glory to God. You'll be certain. And you'll, and, and, and you shall, you'll be far from oppression. Why? Because oppression can't get near righteousness. You're established in righteousness. It's not because oppression's not out there. You're not going to notice it. Amen? You'll be far from it, far from oppression, for you shall have no fear. Fear is the gateway to oppression. The way you stay out of oppression, stay out of fear. How do you stay out of fear? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. Hmm? That's how you stay out of fear. When, When something comes up, say, oh, if God be for me, I don't have to be afraid. If God's on my side, who shall I fear? Amen? Glory to God. I like this. Hey, listen to it again. Thank you, Lord. And from terror, you'll be far from terror. Why? Can't come near you. Behold, wait a second here. What? They shall surely gather together against you. God, I thought if I was in faith, nothing bad had ever happened. Didn't say anything bad happened. People gathering against you or the enemy gathering against you is not when bad things happen. It's when you fear right. the enemy coming against you right. is when bad things happen. Amen? Amen. This says they'll surely gather. Well, what did Jesus say again? In this world, there will be tribulation. This is the Old Testament version of that verse. Right? In this world, they'll gather together, but it won't be me. What's God say? Why, why, why do you think God had to say that? Because people have blamed him for years yeah. for pe- they say, "I don't know why I'm going through this. I don't know why God put me through all this. God didn't put you through it. Right. He brought you through it. Come on. <laughs> right? We just have to shut up long enough, or else we get what we say. You didn't get God putting you through it, but you get put through it now. Why? Because you're not believing anything else. He says, I, he says not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against you shall fall. That's, that's, one of, that's part of the heritage of the saints. Right there. People gather, and I don't want to say people. This isn't really talking about people. This is talking about, this is talking about peril, distress. Tribulation. Right. right? So so often we get our eyes on people and our problem's not people. Right. If it's coming through a person, it's still the enemy. Right. If we don't identify the enemy, we'll fight people all the days of our life while the enemy's laughing at us. Mm-hmm. Amen. Verse sixteen. Behold, I've created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and bringeth forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the waster to destroy. Verse seventeen, everybody knows it, right? Yep. No weapon. What's he saying? No we- Does that mean there's not going to be a weapon formed against you? No, it means there will be a weapon, but it can't prosper. Yeah, I was talking to somebody in the church recently, and we were talking about a situation that they were going through, and they were, they were step by step in th- through it, and I stopped and I said, this is no weapon formed against you to prosper. Every time they turned, God had something in place to help them. Everywhere they turned, what? So every weapon that was trying to come in, Adam, God had something in place To get rid of it. That's what this is. It doesn't matter what the devil comes up with. It can't stand against you because you are in him. You're established in righteousness. And the weapon that's formed has no power against you. Amen? And every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. Why? Because you're justified. When somebody comes up and says, you did this, you're this, you're that. No. No. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Yes. Yes. Through the blood of Jesus, I've been made new. Yes. I'm no longer that. Yep. I'm this. And if He before me, the one that justified me, the one that raised to my justification so that I could walk in newness of life, if He before me, yeah. this can't stand against me. Right. And, and, we, and we don't allow the devil in our own stupid mind to decide what we, how we come through something. We, we come through because of God before us. What can stand against us? Who can stand against us? Amen? Amen? This is the heritage. What's the heritage? All these verses that He's talking about, it's the heritage of the Lord. Yeah. Right? It's, it's our heritage to be able to go into situations where it looks like it's all falling apart and everything's coming down, and you walk in... And it doesn't matter. Why? Because you brought the greater one. You brought the answers. You brought help. Amen? The Lord is on your side. Who should you be afraid of? Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. He's helping us. Psalm 118. We'll close with this one. Maybe. Yeah, we will. You guys, get, you guys excited about Vision Sunday? Yes. Yes. Get excited. Get, get excited. God is on our side. The stuff that we put on, he, He's for us getting it. Yeah. Amen? He's for us giving it. Yes. Right? He, he's for us being a greater part of the kingdom that we've ever been and putting Him first in every way. Yes. There's a reason number three is number three. That's not the greatest thing that will happen. Right. Amen? It's The greatest thing that will happen is putting the kingdom of God first. Amen? The greatest thing that will happen was the enablement to give on a level you've never given before. Because why? You're, you're created after your giver father. And your heart, it's more blessed. It's more blessed to give. Your Your heart sings when it's able to give. Amen? Glory to God. I'm excited about tomorrow. Or Sunday. I'm excited about tomorrow too, but I'm excited every day. Glory to God. Psalm 118, verse 6. says, The Lord is on my side, I will not fear. Look at that in the Young's Literal Translation. Jehovah is for me. If Jehovah is for you... Who can stand against you? See, I looked at that several times, I'm like, God's on my side, and I'm like, what if I'm on the wrong side? Is God still on my side? No it says, Jehovah's for you. Do you know, even even when you're not doing it right, he's still cheering you on. Yeah. He's trying to get you back. He's trying to put you in the right place. He's trying to get somebody to you that'll bring you a word that will bring you back into the path. He's trying to bring you back where you need to be on a constant basis. He's your biggest fan. God is our biggest fan. He never quits on us. He, he never gives up. He is a good God. He's the best Father ever. And He will get you to that place if you'll let Him. He says, Jehovah is for me. Jehovah is for me. I do not fear what man can do. Glory to God. And I like what it says in King James too. I will not fear. Yes. Why will you not fear? Because Jehovah is for you. Yeah. You're, if if Jehovah is not for you, or if you're not living in Jehovah is for you, then you will fear. Sure. There's only two ways of life. <laughs> There's not ten. There's trust in the Lord or fear. Mm. Right? Blessed or stressed. You're one or the other. Right. Right. Amen. There's no doubt about it. So no, I'm calm all the time. Why do you have to tell me then? (laughs) Right? If you're calm all the time, you should never even have to tell me. You're so calm, you don't have to tell me. You're just calm. Why? Because you're not. You're not at peace. Without there is no peace outside of God. You're not at peace. You can buy all the stuff you think you needed. You can live in the biggest house you ever thought you needed. Have everything. Have the biggest wad of cash in the bank that you. And you still have no peace. Because it's a horrible God. And if it's for you, anything can stand against you. Right? If money's your God, yep. anything can come against yep. you. Amen? Amen? He's not our God, is he? No. Verse 8, or 7, I'm sorry. The Lord takes my part with them that help me. Therefore I shall see my desire upon them that hate me. Amen. The Lord takes our part. In other words, if there's something happening, He doesn't say, well, let's see who's wrong here. Oh, that's my child. He takes your part. He takes your part. He's he's always there to help you. Now, granted, that help may be correction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? So how many know a child, some of the best help a child ever gets is correction? Yes. Isn't that right, Jim? I thought it was. I I got spanked a lot of times. And my little brother didn't get spanked at all. He was smart enough to watch us and said, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Glory to God. Verse 8. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. The number one man I ever put confidence in was me. And I lost every time. The number one person most people put confidence in is themselves. Right? I can do this. I got it. Do you? Do you now? I got it through Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen? And if he be for me, who can be against me? Amen? If I stay there, my trust is in the Lord, and I'm putting no confidence in the flesh. Amen? And, and, of course, the next verse says better to put your trust in the Lord than put them in princes. What's he saying? How many people are putting their, look, deciding who gets elected to decide how well their life goes? Yep. Come on. Oh, if he gets in, the finances will go down. My, my 401 will go to pot. I won't have anything to retire on. Blah, 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 blah. You need to blah, blah off. Right? You need to get that key. Zip it tight. Throw that sucker away until you can speak something good. Right? Because it doesn't matter who the prince is if God be for you. It doesn't matter who's in office if God be for you. You come out of that, everybody say, oh, I don't know how you did, but I did awful. Say, God was for me. You know, it's the mercy of God. It's His goodness and kindness towards me. He is so wonderful. I can't. I, I I just gotta let you know. You don't need to tell them how much you you did, how well you did. Right? Because you didn't do it. God took care of you. Why? Because you trusted Him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, with all every bit of your heart. Don't give any percentage to something else. Right. Yes. And that's when we overcome. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord.